after what might have been its worst performance of the season just four days ago against Duke, Syracuse with a chance to pick up a win against a tough Clemson squad that is struggling at the moment. There's a lot of parallels between this team. Let's break it down. It's your Locked On Syracuse Wednesday. Let's get it going. Our Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning and welcome into Lockdown Syracuse. And thanks for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Owen Valentine coming to you from Orlando, Florida, but do not worry. We got the Q skier down here in Orlando, courtesy of home team or home field. Thank you so much for that. Always fun to be able to rep them down here. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. This episode coming to you from FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. Today, we talk Syracuse and Clemson. And this is a game that, for a long time, looked like it was a very, very difficult game. And one that was going to be incredibly tough for Syracuse. But as of the last two weeks, the playing field leveled out significantly. Syracuse playing basketball a little bit better of a level than they were. Uh, for the early going this season. And Clemson has had quite the skid. They've lost four of their last five, and it has not been pretty by any means in that stretch. They lose to a tough Miami and North Carolina. So two of them, I can give you, right? Makes sense. You lose a close one to Miami, you get blown out by North Carolina. But in that five-game stretch as well, they've lost to Boston College by eight, which is a horrible loss. And an even worse loss, the worst possible conference loss that you could possibly pull off this season. They lost by 10 to a Louisville team that, let me pull this up to make sure I'm correct. Yes, has two conference wins, including that win over Clemson, and four wins on the season. That is the worst possible loss you can have in the ACC this season. And they've got it. And they lost by 10. It was not a close game. That is one that you are going to question Because when you look at Clemson right now, this is a quad two game technically, as when you take a peek at the net, Clemson, I believe, is at 82. Um, But the reason they're at 82 is when you scroll all the way over to the quad fours, they have three quad four losses. That is atrocious. Syracuse has one with that Bryant loss, and that is bad enough. Clemson has three. They lost to South Carolina. They've lost to Loyola Chicago on a neutral court. They've lost to BC on the road. They lost to Louisville on the road. They have a resume that at the top, when you're looking at it quickly, you're thinking, all right, they got three quad one victories. It's a solid team. They're a good basketball team, right? They've beaten good teams in the ACC, without a doubt. They beat a Penn State squad earlier on this year in double overtime. That's decent. They beat NC State. They beat Pitt. They beat Duke. They beat Virginia Tech. Right? They've got quality wins in the ACC. The issue is those quality wins are surrounded by horrible losses. I feel like that's a 
a vibe that Syracuse basketball puts out sometimes, maybe not as specifically this season, but you have that with SU where they'll have these seasons where they're losing terrible games and then bang, they upset a top 10 Duke or bang, they, uh, they upset another team, right? They're, they have these crazy sort of finishes where they'll, they'll knock a team off late in the season after losing some games that they have no business losing. And, and that's sort of where it falls in this game. And it's been the case for Clemson, right? They've got those really, really good wins but those really, really bad losses. And right now, especially based on the four-game stretch that they have played, in, uh, or the five-game stretch that they have played over the last two or three weeks, they are not in the shape that you thought they would be, where they were once solidly in the tournament conversation, where you were pretty darn sure that they were going to be a decent tournament team, right? They started 10-1 and in the ACC, and that's dripped off. And it's now that polarized approach of do the quad one wins having three of them and a 500 record in quad one games this season outweigh the fact that you have three quad four losses. And that's where you sort of fall in the net right now. They're 82. They've got some work to do. They've got a lot to play for at this point in time to try and make up some ground in that conversation. Can they do it? I don't know. They're in a boat that's a better looking boat than Syracuse right now, but a similar spot where they've got four games left and they're looking to make a push to get closer to that conversation heading into the ACC tournament with the hopes that you can make some magic happen. They got a tough stretch, right? They play Syracuse today. They then go to NC State, go to Virginia and finish the season out with Notre Dame at home. They've got win opportunities here. And when all is said and done, an 11-5 and record in the ACC is going to put them in decent shape in terms of the ACC tournament. They'll have favorable matchups. They'll be able to do things like that. But what you can see when you look at this Clemson resume, not quite always take advantage of the favorable matchups. And so they're going to have to make some stretches here. They're going to have to play some decent basketball, figure some stuff out. But we will not see until oh, I don't know, after this game and maybe three weeks from now, what this team has and if they are going to be a tournament caliber team in the next couple of weeks. That's the debate. That's what you got to figure out. They have a lot to play for, which is a little bit scary for Syracuse because Syracuse, what they have to play for at this point in time is dwindling and is not as much. And it's quite frankly, they're, they're trying to play their way in to the NIT tournament at this point in time, let alone the NCAA tournament, right? Some projections this week have Syracuse as the last four in, in the NCAA or in the NIT tournament. I saw other projections that have Syracuse in the next four out in the NIT tournament. Syracuse has to play some quality basketball to make the NIT this season. That is the current state of Syracuse basketball. Let's take a look quickly at some Clemson conversations and things that we can look at regarding them this is a team that's got players and they shoot the ball pretty darn well from three i will give them back they are led by hunter tyson in terms of scoring categories um or were they hold on one second yeah sorry uh faded out a little bit uh led by hunter tyson kids averaging 15 and almost 10 at this point on the season they're solid uh, 15.3, 9.4 rebounds uh, as a forward. So 6'8", 215 guy uh, that can shoot the three, 
He's a pretty efficient kid, right? 48% from the field this season. Uh, and I believe shoots, where is it? Almost 40, yeah, over 40% from three on the year. Really, really strong player. Does a lot of stuff for this team. Helps them win games. Puts them in positions to win basketball games. And he is a double-double machine, right? He does that thing every day. Very similar to Jesse in that he is just hovering from 8 to 12 rebounds every single game. Struggled a little bit in the last couple of weeks sort of parallels the team's success, right? They have struggled in the last couple of weeks. I mean, he is under his season average in four of the five games in that stretch. And, and that is a big deal for them and has not been able to get the rebounds. But when you look earlier in the season, I mean, he was putting up 16 and 13, 31 and 15 he had against NC State, uh, 13 and 14, 15 and 10, 28 and 11, 19 and 14. Always, always right at that double-double threshold got multiple games where he's putting up very close to 30, a 31-point game, a 28-point game, 27-point game, a 22-point game, and he can score at different levels, which the way the Syracuse forwards have played in the 2-3 zone is a little bit concerning and presents some conversation that needs to be had. All right, we'll take a quick break here. Then we will revisit some other stuff that we need to look at for this Clemson squad, some questions that we have heading into this basketball game. But before we do that, let's chat with our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. It's the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sportsbook because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, and it's super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. I, I lost on All-Star Weekend. I thought I gave you a gem in the three-point contest. I didn't look at the dunk contest enough because if I did, I would have told you, Mac McClung, I love that kid. I've watched his highlights as long as can be. So I am not going to bore you with one of my picks today. I'm just going to sell you on FanDuel. They have so many fun props. They have so many exciting bets. The two-by-three, that's two three-pointers made in the first three minutes. It's fun. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at bigger payouts with the same game parlay. Nothing better than sprinkling four little bets together and hitting a big payout. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, let's take a look at some of our other conversations heading into this game. Uh, and a little bit longer, we'll do a couple minutes on a little bit more with this Clemson team, and then we'll ask some questions that we need answers for or that we're interested in heading into this matchup tonight. Uh, some other guys that are, are big contributors for them, you, you know, you look at, at P.J. Hall, who, who shoots the ball really well from three as well. Uh, and, you know, he takes two or three shots a game from deep and, and is shooting the ball 40% from three, always of concern. but a 6'10", 245 guy who, who is going to play the majority of this game for Clemson. You look at the splits and you look at the most frequent lineups that they have, all but just about 11% have P.J. Hall in this game. He does a really good job at, at making sure he can stay in the game uh, and things like that, and it, it helps the squad out a ton. And that is something that you know, you're curious about because you know that was – one of the biggest issues when Syracuse played Duke is how do they compete with a 7-1 and a 7-footer on the floor at the same time? 
Not as much the case with Clemson. A shorter team. They're 6'10 big in P.J. Hall. Hunter Tyson's going to be at the four that we just talked about. He's at 6'8". Then they go 6'7", 6'3", 6'3". Reverse order from point guard, shooting guard, small forward. So they have decent size, but nothing crazy. And I think that is very much favorable for Syracuse to recover in this game and, and do some things like that. This is a team where you look at Clemson that shoots the ball pretty efficiently. Their effective field goal percentage on Ken Palm is over 50%. Uh, they shoot the ball 53% from two, 36% from three, and they don't miss at the foul line. They shoot 80% as a team from the charity stripe. It's a solid team, but they've got some bad losses, as we mentioned. Um, fortunate news for Syracuse, the red line or the big red dot, the darkest red that you look at the stats for this Clemson team is offensive rebounding percentage. One of the worst teams in the country in offensive rebounding. And after watching Syracuse struggle with Duke, that is uh, you can exhale. That's a weight off the shoulders. Really good news for Syracuse in that regard. Uh, let's ask a few questions. My first question heading into this basketball game has to do with this team, and can they bounce back? In their worst losses of the season so far, they're one and one. When you look at what they've done in games where they lost big, they won once, they won, or they lost once in that, you know, the following game coming after that, right? You go Illinois, where they get absolutely demolished by 29, and they recover nicely. They win by one in a, in a hard-fought game against a Notre Dame team that looked better than they do right now, Um, at that point in time. The other big loss that they've played the next game so far is Virginia Tech, where you fell flat and you didn't have your stuff and you looked bad and Virginia Tech just ran all over you from the start of that game. Your following game, yes, against a tough Virginia squad, you came out and you played decent basketball, but you fell short. I will say this, Syracuse has bounced back in terms of the way they've played pretty effectively in their two worst losses of the season. Duke presents, right now by margin, the second worst loss of the year. Syracuse has done it so far. They've bounced back. They've been able to play that next game pretty well. Can they do it against a Clemson team? It's a matchup that I think benefits them and a matchup that puts them in a position to be able to do that. And I'm excited to see what they can do tonight because I do think that even though there is a lot of hope lost with this team and they're playing to get into the NIT, And they're not playing to get into the natty, which is demoralizing and it hurts. And it's hard to get that, you know, that spark and try and play at that level. I think this is a group that is willing to play like that and just willing to grind out anything that they can in terms of making the best of what is the rest of this season. You can tell from the bench, they go crazy. John Bull, Kadir Copeland going nuts, play after play after play on a team that is struggling. That's fun to see. And I think that's why, even though you're not playing for maybe what you wanted to be playing for, I think there's going to be a lot of fun in the next three-ish weeks leading up to Selection Sunday uh, when Syracuse has four more regular season games and what will inevitably be the noon Wednesday game in the ACC tournament. So that's question number one. Question number two, can Syracuse find more scores in this basketball game. That is essential, right? They they had two guys that scored. You had Judah that put up 22. You had Joe Girard that put up 18 in that Duke game. Outside of that, I believe you scored 16 points as a team. Can you find your other scores again? Can Chris Bell show back up? Can um, Jesse play that big recovery game, right? How does he bounce back from a struggle where he was absolutely shut down 
by a strong and tall Duke Blue Devil squad? Can he do that? We're not really sure right now. Where does the other scoring come from? I assume Jesse can bounce back. I assume Joe and Judah are going to do what they've been doing. But can you get a guy like Benny that steps steps up? Can you get a guy down who I feel like every few games has that silent 12-point performance? Can you get that? That's going to be incredibly important, uh, which leads us to the next question because I sort of listed off the forwards there. How do the forwards play defensively in this game? I think this is a game where you look at a guy like Hunter Tyson and his ability to score from the four position. And then you look at Syracuse's wings and you ask the question, how can they perform in this game against those squads or against that size where you've got a very mobile, a guy that can shoot the three, a guy that can put the ball on the floor, a guy that can beat you to the rim, get his rebounds, do his thing. How can they play in that situation? That is another big question in this game. There are some questions that you know you have to hit on and some answers that you're not really sure what you're going to get. But this is a big one for Syracuse. I think it says a lot about their character, how they show up in this game, how they play, how they perform, and the energy that they come in. Because that loss to Duke in front of 31,000 plus, it's frustrating. It hurts. It's disappointing to see that in the biggest game, in the biggest atmosphere of the year, you came out flat. Things weren't working, right? The offense wasn't running. The defense couldn't do what it needed to do against the size of Duke. And it puts you in a tough spot. But right now you have the ability where the matchup is a little bit more favorable, right? The offensive rebounding, which has been your kryptonite, is on your side in terms of the matchup. The size of the opponent, which has been something you've struggled with at times, right? With Jesse trying to compete down low, is back in your favor. This is a matchup on paper, especially when you consider and factor in Clemson's play as of late. This is something that you are in a really good position to make some noise in this game and to win and get what is. And although you're not really building for a tournament resume anymore, but you're building for, you know, for morale, for the future, for trying to figure some stuff out as you progress forward and try to grow, which is what you're looking for at a college level in a team that is struggling. You want to continue to see them grow with this young squad. That's where they fall right now. Can they do it? I think so. And I think the matchup helps them out a lot. Uh, as they come out and play uh, for for their last four games and then wherever the ACC tournament takes them. So let's uh, let's talk one more time for a second here. Thanks for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day, as you always do. Make sure to check out our brand new podcast. That's Lockdown College Basketball. A lot of fun over there. I've been on the show. They do a good job. A lot of stuff. Lockdown ba- or College Basketball. It's on YouTube. It's wherever you get your podcasts. And now let's do the moment that we are waiting for at this point in time. Let's talk our predictions and keys in this game. The key to this game for me for Syracuse is to come out and play with that confidence and play with that spark and play with that level that you were playing at for the three-game stretch leading up to Duke. That BC, that Florida State, that NC State performance where you were playing with that confidence. The offense was running effectively. You were moving the ball around. You were finding different scorers. And that was what was so helpful. I think that is the difference in this game today, is if Syracuse can come out and play that game where they're comfortable and they're confident and they're not overwhelmed. And as I just said, this is a matchup that helps them get into that spot. And I think is a very, very big chance for them to get back in the win column and try and finish this season off strong. 
you got to move the ball. You got to play with that confidence, that energy, that spark that they really, really started to build in that three game stretch leading up to Duke. Because I think that that is what this team actually is. I don't think Duke is indicative of the team that you see Syracuse being and the team that Syracuse basketball currently is. I see that three game stretch before as a better representation of the identity of this team and that they can come in and play with that fire and play with that almost like fun, too much fun swagger where they're playing with too much pep and they're going nuts. And you got Jesse Edwards hitting a three and the team goes absolutely berserk that I thought Quidier Copeland was going to get teed up because he was under the basket as that ball goes through the hoop, that kind of spark, that kind of energy, that is what this team is. So that is my key to this game is for Syracuse to get back to that comfortable, confident, high energy squad uh, that you weren't really able to see outside of the first five minutes of that Duke game when Judah was getting out in transition, throwing a few dunks down. But after that, right, it was 1919 and things dwindled. And that's sort of where this falls right now. Predictions right now, as of this moment, I believe FanDuel has Syracuse uh, as a three-point favorite, if I am correct, uh, in this game, which I don't know where I fall on that. Uh, excuse me. No, they are three-point dogs. I misspoke on that one. Yeah, so three-point dogs in this game, uh, maybe a little bit more at this point. I have not checked in about an hour, uh, so that could be the case. But I, I think this is a game where I'm going to go bold. And I am going to say that even though this is a solid Clemson team at times, I like Syracuse's chances today. And I think they're going to bounce back because they have shown out in those games following losses and big losses. They have returned. Something has clicked. And they've had four days in between games where they were able to get some things figured out and answer some questions and have conversations and try and work these things out. The Wednesday game is very beneficial for change like that. And I think it presents a good opportunity and it's going to be very much favorable for Syracuse in this matchup. I think they're going to come out on top. I'll say that I'm going to give them, we'll say they win by five. So do with that what you wish. Uh, I'll give Syracuse a five point win. Let me say they win this one. 72 67 is going to be my prediction. As we close this episode out, this is a fun one. I'm a Syracuse alum. My sister is at Clemson. She will be at the game. She goes to school there. Uh, so she will give me some crap if I'm wrong with that prediction, but we will see how it goes. Uh, a little bit shorter of an episode today. I apologize. We're on vacation. We're trying to live a little bit, have a good time, a little bit delayed on the posting as well, but we'll get it out hopefully by 10, 15, the normal YouTube time. Uh, but either way, thank you so much for listening today and making Locked On Syracuse your first listen today or your second listen, Locked On College Basketball. Here from my buddy Isaac, here from my buddy Andy. They bring you everything you need to know on and off the court, plus big-name experts, coaches, players throughout the basketball landscape. It's Locked On College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening today. If you want a little bit more and you are on YouTube, subscribe right there. Watch another video right there. Unless... I don't know. You're in the mood to get out and do something. You do you. I can't make you hit a button, but if you do, it would be greatly appreciated. I'm going to call it a day. I'm going to go outside, enjoy some warmth. Uh, have a good one. I'll catch you tomorrow.